Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know, on with the show. Sure. <laughs> um, Happy New Year, still, again. Oh, right. <laughs> Not even yet, but also. But also totally. But also has happened. It's happened for you as well as us, for sure. What? I never remember that there was a remake of this movie in 2015. What? Yeah. A remake? Well, I believe so. That's insane. Yeah. Why would someone do that? <laughs> That's like... Uh, probably for money. No, right. But wh- why would they think that would make money? Because it probably did. I doubt it if I never heard about it. <laughs> 2015 was a pretty quiet year for me. So I would have known. I'm just kidding. A young FBI agent. Infiltrates an extraordinary team of extreme sports athletes he suspects of masterminding a string of unprecedented, sophisticated corporate heists. Yeah, of course, you had to up the stakes. Right. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a remake. Oh, my God. Is it Johnny Utah? Yep. What? Who's in it? Nobody. Yeah. Okay. Bonkers. What? Maybe it wasn't American. Oh. <clears throat> you released on Christmas. <laughs> Countries of origin, China, Germany, U.S., Austria, Italy, Canada. Countries of origin? Yeah. So... Anyway. It's wild. It's wild. I said last night, this is probably the only uh, Catherine Bigelow movie I actually enjoy. (laughs) Um, I've never seen anything later than uh, Strange Days, I don't think. Yeah. I've never seen Zero Dark Thirty. Is that what she does? I don't know yeah. what she... Okay, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, I don't know if I've I've seen anything past Strange Days. I, I wouldn't know. She, no, she didn't do the Hurt Locker, right? That's somebody else. Oh, maybe that is her. I know she, no, Zero Dark Thirty okay. is her. Okay, then. Never mind. For sure, but... I mean, I don't... 
I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, while you're here listening, go follow us on social media, Z and K Pod. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that is all. I did it. I did the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why do you love putting so many? I hats? love a hat on a hat. <laughs> hat on hat on hat. <laughs> um. Yeah, this movie is. I don't want to say I struggle with this movie because it's not that oh, really? I don't enjoy it. It's just like there's just so much surfing and Lori Petty. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the parts that I struggle with. Um, and and there, I was very certain <laughs> that, that there was an I love you. That they shared. No more. I love you. And there isn't. And I'm like, what am I thinking of? Uh, just slash. Flash. Slash. Slash. Fiction. Oh no! I mean, like, there's a movie where <laughs> two men say "I love you," and I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of Hannibal. Um. But yeah, I was very certain that I was right about that, and I wasn't. And I was like, oh. But it's very clearly. I mean, like, there. It's ro. It's a romance. Yeah. It's a romance between the two of them. Absolutely. And you like you can't watch it and be like, this is head this is heterosexual. Yeah, this is completely heterosexual and there's nothing homoerotic in anything that they're doing or saying or acting towards each other. See, I miss that. Jumps out of a fucking plane. So gay. Yeah, it is. He's he can't let Patrick Swayze go and he jumps out of a plane to catch him. I there's nothing there's nothing sexual in that. This went away with uh you know legal and social gains for queer folks. You know we can yeah. argue about if they're still around or if that's actually the case. But you know I think I feel like that's how people talk about why this went away. I mean the same thing with Top Gun, right? Like oh super homoerotic in a lot. But of But what ways. do you mean about legal gains? What a Protections. I just mean like it becoming more normalized. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay, okay, okay. Marriage equality, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. Right. Yeah. Ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I feel like. But you can't, like that wouldn't fly also now. Like. Kind of, yeah. Right. Now it'd be considered queer baiting. Right. And I do think that there's a difference between queer baiting and have like, I don't know. I heard someone was like, oh, is Hannibal queer baiting? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't think a show made by a gay man about a queer relationship that was on the channel NBC and as like pushed the envelope as much as it was allowed to could be considered queer baiting. It was like, I like, no, also it's queer. Like they literally say, I, they say that they're in love with each other during the show. Like, I don't really feel like that's baiting anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Spoiler. Um, I mean, not in any kind of, not to each other. But they're like they're confronted. No, I mean, oh. you're not baiting in any yeah. kind of correct insidious way. Correct. Also, like, I mean, yeah, you're gonna watch it for the queerness, but right. Also, like, infamously, like Brian Fuller, like 
said that, I don't know, like, I can't remember the context, but he like said something about his favorite, like, like comic or something. And someone was like, like Hannibal related comic that someone had drawn or something. And someone was like, like post pictures of it. And he like literally just immediately like sent screenshots of this thing that was like a very homoerotic slash fiction, like sexual comic. Anyway, whatever. It's funny. It's funny. Not the way I tell it, but the way I saw it. Um, yeah. So, (coughs) yeah, but it's, yeah, I think it's, it's really like what, what is strange to me about it is that like Patrick Swayze has no jealousy about Lori Petty. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no awkward, like, she was my girl first. There's no weird, like, oh. Well, he does say, like, the first time we're introduced to him, he's like, well, you were replacing me? Uh, Tyler, come here. So, uh, who's the guy you replaced me? Hey, Frank, where you been? He serves real well. Come on, he's from Kansas or something. He's from Kansas? Really? Heads up! Yeah. Good catch. Yeah, but he says that to her. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. him. Right. And then uh yeah, it's like, but To me that's the exception that r- oh for sure, for you sure. Know, point, yeah. Uh, proves the because right. that's it. That's all he says. Yeah. <laughs> that's like But then it. then, you know. Like at the end when he's he gets Rosie or whatever oh, oh to like kidnap her and gonna kill her or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like I he's like I could never I don't know, you know, insert the clip here, but I hate this, Johnny. I really do. I hate violence. Don't you see that's why I need Rosie? I could never do that, man. I could never hold a knife to Tyler's throat. She was my woman. We shared time, but Rosie is a mechanism, you know? Once you set him in motion, he will not stop. He's like got this gift of blankness. But when three o'clock comes, he will gut her like a pig and try not to get any on his shoes and there's nothing I can do about it unless I get there. So I guess that makes us partners because we both have the same goal, to get me where I need to go, right? Yeah, that's his way of like, that's not his way of being like, I got there first or like, I, that's him telling him like, I don't want to see her hurt any more than you do. And I'm like, yeah, that's gay. That's some gay shit that they're like, he's like, I have your girlfriend who used to be my girlfriend, but is now your girlfriend. High five. Let's rob a bank, you know? (laughs) And it's just like, and like, Keanu Reeves never like Duncan Idaho or whatever never says <laughs> never says um I love you to Lori Petty He does at the end. No, he doesn't. Oh. 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 
He's like, now's not the time. He says like another time. <laughs> right. And then, and then there's no way that they're still together while he's like going around the oh, globe, yeah. you know? So he legitimately like, it's, it's not a romance between him and Lori Petty. Like he, I assume it's also like, I don't know how you still have a job. With the FBI. That's another, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of glad we glossed over that because I really would hate if they were like, you know what we should do? We should add 15 more minutes of how he retained his job yeah, here. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. I think it's a little weird that they're like, so like, as soon as he's at the, like, they're like arresting him or whatever, like without even figuring out what happened. Like, after the bank robbery that Keanu Reeves is part of. Yes. Because he was, you know, because, like, someone's life was threatened because he was literally, like, you know. And he gets, like, he's trying to, like, he didn't have a, an actual weapon, you know. Like, he right, had a gun, loaded. but it it didn't have anything in it, you know. <clears throat> and he gets, like, knocked out. He gets, like, all this, sh you know, like, he's just as much, you know, in danger as everyone else that's in the fucking, that's being held hostage, you know. To real Sharon Tate. Welcome. <laughs> he's, like, immediately arrested, and I'm like, I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I guess it doesn't make sense in today's political climate that anyone would arrest a cop so quickly, <laughs> you know. It is confusing that they're treating it. I mean, it, it. They're like, you're going down for good for this, man. And I'm like, I mean, it's clear that uh, nobody really likes him. Can relate. Uh, Pappas, Papa Pappy. Pepsi? Pebness. Pebness. Uh, Pebness. <laughs> begrudgingly. Is it, wait, is it Pebbis? What is it? Pebbis? What? His real name? Pebbis? Pappas. Pappas? Really? I thought it was Pebbis. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I thought it was Pebbis. <laughs> That's why I was said Pepsi. <laughs> is it not Pebbis? It is not Pebbis. <sighs> Angelo Pebbis. Punk. Quarterback Punk. Hmm. Welcome to SeaWorld, kid. Good luck, Pappas. That's supposed to be Pappas. Like, plural Papa. No way! This whole time I thought it was Pebbis. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so I was like, is it Pebbis? And you're like, is what Pebbis? Z? What or what? Is what? I, no. I'm just kidding. I'm so, just kidding. Like the Kurger Bing. <laughs> it's the Kurger Bing. It's Pebbis and uh, Dr. Pee Pee. Let me get uh, <laughs> shit on the bathroom floor. Getting doinked in the... <laughs> Kurger Bing parking lot. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow follow that Instagram profile for laughters. What is it? Best Buy? No, not Worst Buy. Also, that's oh. a great one as well. Oh, it's Kurger Bing. Kurger yeah, Bing. Duh. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay, Pappas. but you were saying. You are saying uh, Pebbis. 
Oh, begrudgingly likes him after yeah. he is like, well, let's hear your fucking theory. I love that scene where he's like, where Keanu Reeves is just like so deadpan. He's like, are you mad? And he's like, yeah, I'm fucking mad. And he's like, okay, so let's get these guys or whatever. It's so yeah. fucking good. But uh, like, it makes sense to me that like, I, I, like it's believable to me that like these other fe- the FBI guys are just like, can't wait to lock you up, you yeah, piece for of sure. shit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just because he's new or whatever. Because he's new and just he's... What, for whatever reason. He's new. He looks like Keanu Reeves. And he's and, full of cum. And he's full of cum. <laughs> um, and he's full of cum. <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Reef is ju- Duncan Idaho. <laughs> Duncan Idaho is having a bad day. He's full of cum and doesn't know where to put it. <laughs> Lucky for him, these these surfers have the answer for him. (laughs) Uh, If you've never seen Point Break. Blue Flame Special. (laughs) They go down to Patrick's Roadhouse and they have some record playing. Some tower records. (laughs) Come on down to Patrick's Roadhouse. <laughs> blue, f- blue flame special. Bloop. 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 <laughs> it's underwater. It's Patrick Starr. This is Roadhouse. Right? Yeah. See the character from Patrick Starr, yeah. I think. But what I'm trying to say though is that at the same time, they're mad at him for accidentally. Uh, oh God, I hate fucking that. up a DEA sting. I know. <laughs> right. He gets his whole department in on this sting. And they're like, you dumb idiot. It's been an undercover ring. I'm like, so no one, no one gave any information. I'm like, that's one of those where this is why there's a fucking, what do you call it? Um, Waco. <laughs> no, why there's dual control. This is someone, someone needs dual control here. Like, that's why you have dual control. Okay. I don't you know need, what dual control oh, is. Oh, it means like two people. Like you you can't just get, you can't say, I want this. It has to also get approved. Presumably I went through that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like you don't, it's, that's why there's, that's why there's two people involved or like more than more, you know, it's like, that's why when you do something, someone checks your work. Right. And then, you know, that's why it's dual control. That's, it's a term I, I learned when I was learning on the bank. It is that dual control. Uh, double blind. Sure. Um, yeah, to me, it's just uh, a, a, an indictment of a lack of interdepartmental, mm-hmm. interagency communications. For sure. Exactly. Which, which highlights... It's a real thing. Which highlights a, 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 a system error and not an individual one. Correct. <sighs> so Duncan really Idaho, it was not Duncan Idaho's fault. <laughs> It never explained why it's Utah also, because he's from Ohio. Utah's his name. Yeah, but why? Because that's his name. That's just his name. I mean, that's just what they named him to be catchy or whatever. You're like, they don't explain why he's Utah. That's his name. Okay, well, that's fine, <laughs> but it's weird. I'm not saying it's not weird. Is I he mean, native? Keanu Reeves is. I know, but Johnny Utah? Uda, Johnny Uda Hagen. Anyway, <laughs> Unterdanken. <fucking, 
Yeah, none of that shit makes sense. No, that's fair. Keanu Reeves is like one of those people though that like has never like he I feel like he's never been cast as anything but a white man. <laughs> yeah. Even though he is not right. a white person. Whereas Val Kilmer, as we know. <laughs> like Keanu Reeves is like Fred Ward. Chinese and and like Native Hawaiian. I don't remember specifically. Um like I'll consult his, Native Pedia. <laughs> <laughs> like his dad was like uh Hawaiian. Okay. And Chinese or something like that. Um and he never gets cast as like Asian. <laughs> it's so weird to me. Whereas Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, maybe he has, and I've just, you know, I haven't seen every single thing. The fuck, he was born in Beirut. Damn. And he grew up in Canada. Tirana. His American father is from Hawaii and is of native Hawaiian, Chinese, English, Irish, and Portuguese descent. His grandmother on his dad's side is Chinese Hawaiian. Hmm. And his mom's English. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, that's what he sounds like. He's a regular Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's... Sorry, Mike Myers. (laughs) That's Jason. (laughs) That story, I've never had anyone respond to that story and the way that it should, yeah, you told me that. And I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever fucking heard in my entire fucking life. And anytime I've ever told anyone that story, they're like, it's not though. They're just, they don't even react. I'm like, what's not funny about someone thinking my Michael Myers is Jason's name. Like that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Michael Myers. That's Jason. it's like you know like it'd be i don't know oh it's just i don't know i'm sure i've told this story but it's when i worked at a uh, jason that's freddy krueger liquor retailer yeah and we had an employee there named michael myers (laughs) and so and it was we were it was near closing and he was paged over the intercom for to do something and of course we he went by mike i think yeah but of course right every time for fun yeah and these <laughs> guy in line turned to his friend he says michael myers that's jason <laughs> after you know there was all everybody was already like what it happened every time, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Oh, my God. Anyway. So good. <laughs> Michael cool. Myers. You anyway, I like this film. It feels like a yeah. 80s block. It feels a lot like Top Gun to me. Yeah, In the yeah, ways yeah. that I like Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Also, in the ways that I don't like Top Gun. In the ways I don't <laughs> like this movie. You know, it's like a very familiar kind of nostalgia, I think, where it's like. Yeah. There's something all it's very it's very And it's got a very I think it's a pretty typical three act structure because mm-hmm. you have yeah. the hero hits his 
has his downfall, you know, his setbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His knee gets busted. Mm-hmm. Lori Petty finds out that he's a fucking liar. Yeah. She forgives him because of being kidnapped, apparently. Right, yeah. But uh, relationships based on extreme circumstances never work out. That's a that's a famous quote from Speed. Oh, okay. Sandra Bullock says that. Gotcha. Too. Yeah, that's, that's right. Thank you. God, I swear to God. I only recognize <laughs> quotes from Speed Two. <laughs> uh, say its full name. Speed Two Cruise Control. Oh, that's right. God. Which is so great because it's about a boat. <laughs> Yeah, a cruise. Oh, shit. Fucking god damn it. I'm dumb. You're so stupid. I am fucking an idiot. You are full of, you're so dumb that you're full of cum. Speaking of. <laughs> I got to empty my mouth. I got to tingle. I got to tingle and empty my mouth. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> There's a trivia entry about the scene with the dog. Oh my God, what is it? It's that there was a real dog involved and a fake dog involved. <clears throat> the reason, like you pointed out that <laughs> how ridiculous yeah. and hilarious it is. First of all, it's just hilarious that it yes. happens. Yeah. <clears throat> But the 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 dog is the 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 dog is calm. Well, <laughs> we see it in Patrick presumably Swayze. Bodie's yeah Our arms, mom. who is a stranger to the dog mm-hmm. in the Correct. in the movie. But then <laughs> when he lands on Kanu, he's totally just going ape shit. Mm-hmm. It's because the dog was trained and was just being yeah. chill because yeah. it was right because <laughs> it knew. But the, what he kicks is the, is the, the fake. fake dog. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like. I, it's so hilarious to me because it's like cartoonish. Mm-hmm. They do, when they do chase scenes like this, when they go through yeah. people's houses or backyards and shit. I it's ridiculous. It. I'd love it. Although this time I got oh, kind of motion fucked sick. us up. Yeah. yeah. Fucked us both up. I feel like I've been fighting off a migraine since then. So that's I'm so exciting. sorry. Thank you. Um, so the premise of this movie is that Keanu Reeves plays a first time FBI person. (laughs) Fresh out of Quantico. Blue flame special. And. (laughs) Quantico. I'm sorry. It's probably a native word too. That is being already butchered. (laughs) Okay, but you're not purposely doing it. I mean, you did the second time, but... Quantico. <laughs> Quantico. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, like, a bunch of bank robberies uh, with people who are doing, like, they're dressed in president masks and uh, they rob a bank. They rob ex-presidents. banks. Ex-presidents. Yeah, ex-presidents. And they rob banks and no one can get a lead on them. Harry Busey thinks that they're surfers because they have a tan line on their butt. 
No, because one time he did. Uh... Oh yeah, he, there's pineapple sex wax. Just kidding. There's just there's sex wax on the counter or something. And they have a tan line on their butt. Those are the two connecting things. He's like, yeah, the that's tan a tan line. line. That's ridiculous. Like, I have a tan line on my butt, so I don't have, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't. I don't. You don't. <laughs> Fuck. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. And then, so Keanu Reeves starts trying to infiltrate different local surfer place peoples uh gets beat up by anthony ketis and no not by ketis because there's a thing in the i mean he's part of the gang yeah Yeah. sorry Uh, i was like "Mm." i only said it that way because in the trivia one of the things is that bigelow wanted everybody in who was going to be in those scenes to train on weekends so she set up training sessions with mm-hmm. somebody, some person or a martial arts. I don't know what, mm-hmm. who they were, but like apparently Ketis was the only one to not show. Oh and that's God. why he gets knocked out with one punch. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. In that scene. I was reading about Anthony Ketis's, uh, like, cause I was like, I remember finding out recently, I probably to no one's surprise that he had some, pretty gross uh, relationships and yeah he was like like you know was he dating Natalie Portman at the same time Moby was (laughs) (laughs) no he was in a relationship with Ioni Sky when she was 16 hot yeah and he also hooked up with a girl and took her across state lines, I think. Oh, shit. And then found out she was 14 and was like, we better have sex one last time before I take you home. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so it's not a thing. It's not just a thing of like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he didn't know. It's like, oh, well, he didn't. And then he was like, who gives a shit? So that's cool. Um. So, Yeah. That's gross. Anyway, so I was like, oh, yeah. Ugh. Hey, guys, why do you want to have sex with children? I don't understand it. I really don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't, and here's, here's really where it's at for me. I don't, I'm nervous to have a conversation with a younger person. Not, <laughs> 100%. not, like, because I'm like, I don't, I'm just like, we don't have anything in common. We're not going to. We're not going to like the same shit. You're probably going to make fun of me. Yeah, exactly. And you'll probably be right. Yeah. I I can't imagine being (laughs) like old and being like, oh, you're 15. That's so (laughs) I'm like, oh, no, I don't even want to talk to you. Like, I don't want like I remember when I was a barista, Mm. there was this kid that came in and they were like what's your Tumblr? And I was like, absolutely not. No. I was like, we won't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, it's fine. They're like, I, I'm on Tumblr. Like, I've seen it all. And I'm like, nope, that's, you're like 14. I literally don't even want you on my Tumblr. Like, no. Yeah. And they kept being like, what's your Tumblr? I want to follow you on Tumblr. And I'm like, no. 
Absolutely not. Well, thank you. First, I don't like you because you're 14 and you're really fucking annoying. Second of all, no, absolutely not. I don't care. We're not friends. Like, so like, I can't imagine like seeing a young person and I mean, granted, he wasn't like in his 40s or whatever. You know, he was like in his 20s, but still like, I can't imagine like, oof. Yeah. It's just so weird to me. It's even worse now. Uh, to me, though, it's also like how I just always assume. So this is a lot of conjecture on my part that it has to do with <clears throat> you want someone with less experience than you yeah. sexually. Yes. That's attractive to you because they will tell you you're good at it. Yeah. Because they don't know any better. Yeah. And there's like this whole thing of like. Uh, and and admiration too. You you know yeah, you yeah, know yeah. more, so someone's going to admire you for being smarter. But here's where that falls. I apart mean, Jerry me. Lee Lewis put it right best in yes. in in Ooh. three balls of fire. Walk with me. Yeah. Ooh. Um. <laughs> great balls of fire. <laughs> Dumb. Uh. <laughs> here. Dumb. Uh. Like. This is something, though, that's really confusing for now. Like, now I don't understand how there's any age disparity happening. Because young people are so different to me because of how they grew up. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even have, like... I don't even have like great peer to peer relationships mm-hmm. because I grew up differently than most. Like I had a lot less than a lot of people my age did. Mm-hmm. So like, there's not a lot of commonality there too. Like I didn't grow up with gaming systems. I didn't grow up with, mm-hmm. you know, like Nickelodeon and all this shit, you know? So like a lot of times there's not a whole yeah. like peer to peer relationship. It's way worse. Like the younger people get the worse that that is. I'm not like, Oh, you know, they're like, Oh, remember? I'm like, I don't, I just don't, you know, like they're like, Oh, I learned, I learned this computer thing in school. I'm like, cool. I didn't. (laughs) I, you know, we're, we're getting taught like, you know, like people, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that, and I don't know shit, you know? So I'm like, how does like, how do, you know, like there's so much, there's so much of a technological gap. Mm -hmm. Even in people 10 years apart. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine how anyone could be even remotely interested in dating anyone. Older. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, I, I mean, say that as someone who thinks 60-year-old people are yeah, as hot right. as Yeah, right. I think there's something... <laughs> that part makes some sense to me. I think, you know, sure. I mean... Which part? You're young and... Yeah, right. It's also, you know, it's how groomers work. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. someone is showing you attention. Also, I'd like to say for the record that grooming can happen at any age. It's not something that only happens to people under the age of 18. So anyone telling you that, beware. <laughs> say more, please, because... Well, you can be groomed to be in a cult. Oh, okay. It doesn't mean that you're 14. Okay. You can be groomed to uh, help some... Like, you can be groomed in a lot of different ways. Okay. Um, not just as a child. Um, you can be groomed for like um, sex trafficking and things like that and still be over the age of 18. Um, 
grooming isn't age specific, but people try to say that it is so that they can say that <laughs> they have completely no, uh, yeah. you know, like I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't be a groomer because my partner's 18 and a half. You're like, that's not what that is. You know, that's right. so, you know, it can be, it's essentially taking someone in a vulnerable, um, situation and grooming yeah. them. And, and it's because it's, it's, there's psychological aspects to it and um, emotional aspects to it. I just and, didn't and, know yeah. that you could use the, the, the term applied to every art yeah. or more than just specifically. Yes. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, people get really, you know, specific about it. Like, there's different types of grooming that you can do, but sure. groom to groom is a very broad term. You're groomed when you're like the people at Nixium right. were groomed. Right. They weren't, you know, some mm -hmm. of them were under the age of 18. Not all of them were, they right. were all groomed though. You know, not just, not just the <clears throat> kids that were involved right? or the young people that were involved, but also the adults were groomed Mm -hmm. to not notice that behavior. You know, right. it, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff anyway. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't understand where, where it comes, you know, it's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I've, I've never been attracted to younger people. I remember being a teenager. <laughs> like this is, this is like classic me. I remember being a teenager and talking to, I was like 15, maybe 16. And I was talking to my friend and her friends. Cause I didn't really have many friends, but my friend had friends and we were all talking and they were talking about all the boys that they thought were cute. And I was like, bleh, 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 bleh. and they were like, well, fine. Who do you think is attractive? They're like, who, who do you think is hot? And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I think older guys are hot. <laughs> It's like so, and like one of them was like, "Oh my god, totally!" Guys in their twenties, like twenty-year-old guys, twenty-two-year-old guys are extremely hot. And I went, "Oh," and they were like, "What?" And my my friend was like, "They think guys in their forties are hot." And they were like, "Ew!" I was like, "What?" Ah, I just because you don't understand as me. I was like, "Ah." <laughs> I'm more mature. That's why. Like mm -hmm. I was like, <laughs> was, and like, I get in the sense of like, you see someone that's like idolizing you and like that being like a thing that is like attractive or something that you can be pulled towards. But I always, this is how I always think of stuff like that. Cause it's not, it's not obviously not just with younger people, you know, it's just anyone that like adores you or, or has, you know, or like, you know, you can have feelings for someone like inappropriate in any kind of setting, Sure, but it's like a lot of times that that, that is a fantasy. And the thing about fantasies, right. there's two things about fantasies. One, once you enact the fantasy, it's not a fantasy anymore. And then all the fun goes out of it, you know, because right. when it's a fantasy, you can think about all these things and it's, Oh, it's so right. exciting Two. People, everyone gets diarrhea. You know what I'm saying? Like you have this like, no. <laughs> you of all people. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Uh, Mancy. <laughs> so in the sense of you have this fantasy of this person 
and and part of the fantasy and like part of that adoration is that there is you know like when you adore someone from a distance or you have this like little like oh that would be oh so naughty or something mm-hmm. like that when it actually happens like everyone has like stank breath in the morning everyone gets diarrhea like there's they're real people like oh, there's see. gonna it's no law it can't that that fantasy cannot yeah, the be upheld. Rose colored glasses come off. Yeah, and it, it shatters so fast. If like, you're healthy, right? I mean, like, yes, you can have a thing where you have like a long distance thing for like sure. twenty years or whatever, sure. and you're never sleeping in the same bed at the same time, and like that's what you, that's fine, you know. Like, if you find a way to enact the fantasy, but a lot of times, what people want is the fantasy all the time, and that's just not reality. Like, right. you're gonna fart, you're gonna shit your pants, you're gonna puke. You're going to, you know. One of these is going to be underage. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, part of yeah. the reason why that, there's that, like, Lolita fantasy is because you're thinking, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to age. They're going to change. Like, and it's, it, like, it's it really smacks of, like, <sighs> super, uh, like, a, an extreme lack of self-awareness when that's happening. Because it's, like, because you'll notice, like, especially with dudes, when they, like, like marry someone that's, like, you know, like they're 20 and they date a 16 year old, they're 30 and they date a 16 year old, they're 35 and they date a 16 year old. And you're like, you're aging and they're not. Right. And you just, you need them to stay the same, but like eventually they're not going to want that. It's going to become so apparent that you're just gross and disgusting. And that even, even your like (laughs) refusal to let go of that, you know, gross fantasy, like, no one's going to be able to enact that fantasy for you anymore. You know, like you have to do some, like some kind of fucking work, you know, and it's just weird. Anyway, point break is about surfers who rob banks. And the men who want to catch them <laughs> and their love affair. Um, the thing I, I something I found interesting. And Lori Petty is there. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know why. I don't know why. I and I apologize. Like normally, if if I hate a dude, you know, if I yep. if I'm not a fan of a guy, actor, whatever, I'm like, fuck it. Who cares? Like men suck. Whatever. No right. one gives a shit. I feel so guilty for how much I can't handle Lori Petty, and I don't specific. Part of it is I don't know what exactly it is. There's just something about her voice and demeanor that great me. I mean, she's one of those people that's actually very surprising had a career, you know, got the roles that she did. She's not unattractive. She is a fine actor. She can hold her own for the most part. When I see her in things, I'm like, shut it off. No one needs to see this. Like, I feel so bad. Like the, the episode of Voyager with her and Tuvok having like some kind of love affair, just, fucking slit my throat like it's i don't understand it it's so like yeah i don't know what it is Take that jennifer lean is that her name yeah but what does that have to do with jennifer lean she was she never had a romance with tubak are you thinking about neelix oh yeah <laughs> sorry actually i was thinking about tubix, tubix. <laughs> none the wiser <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Let me get uh, 
Um. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I, funny because yesterday, the day before, I really just wanted to keep saying to you, "Hey kid, hope computer." <laughs> But fucking, there was that one tweet that was like, it just said like, it was like an image that said help computer. And it says, if you understand this, you have to marry me. And like so many people responded to it and they were like, oh, I did not realize that people actually, they were like, whoops. Penelope over here, am I right? You know, like, married to Ulysses. Oh. All the suitors that lined up while he was away at war. Uh, oh, that's right. And she was like, when I finish this, yeah. I'll have to marry someone. Girl, you're crazy. Let me tell you, those ancient Greeks got up to some she-nanny-ass. Those ancient Greeks. Ascent Greeks. Can, can, can I, I get, get a couple uh, of Greeks over here? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lori Petty drives me insane. Uh and I don't know why. And apologies if she ever listens to this. It's I, nothing personal. I acknowledge I'm not I, again, I'm not proud of this. Mm-hmm. I get annoyed that I don't find her attractive. Yeah, right. There's nothing wrong with her whatsoever. Right. And still when she's on screen, I'm like, fuck. I, I'm sorry, Lori Petty. Please forgive me. It's nothing personal. It's nothing against you. She was Tank Girl, right? Yeah, she was Tank Girl. That's Which, probably my most, like, the, I can uh, uh, tolerate her the most is Tank Girl. And I, watch that. I watched it. I've seen it once. I remember absolutely nothing about it. It's, I remember being like, uh. Yeah. It was such a big deal at the time, I know. too. Everyone loved it. Um, Well, not everyone, obviously, because it, Tank Girl. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, so... That's another one that's been rumored to be gonna get remade someday. They, man, yeah, they've been like, oh, we gotta do this, you know. Like, the comic was really big. Right. And, like, yeah. Uh, this movie, they started production on a sequel. And a point then, Break? Huh? A, a point, point Break. Break, yeah. And then it just got scrapped, sort of after they'd already spent $90 million or something. Yeah. With Kanu and <clears throat> Swayze? That I don't know. Okay. I don't think it got as far as being cast. I see. They already spent $90 million? I mean, this is a trivia item, so you never I, know. But That's fair. Let's see, and I'll, but I'll read it so that I just really wanted this to be based on a book too, because I love the idea of someone writing a surfer oh, book. God, I know. There's so much. I love how hard they go and how shitty the locals are. I know. To uh, Johnny. Yeah. Also, I don't think I ever quite put together that that raid. Mm-hmm. He's on the guys that. Mm-hmm. Are the ones who beat him up. Yeah. And that Bodhi say are Nazis. Yeah. Somehow I just never had put that together. Tom Sizemore is there. That 
that agent eats shit when he tackles him. <laughs> he just like his face just bashes against the counter. I want to know if yeah, we're gonna that have to guy survived. Trivia. I guess everybody loved to note how Swayze was already an avid skydiver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, like after completion of the movie, he had done like 50 jumps or something. I don't know if that's specific. The language is ambiguous to me. So I, I can't tell if that's, if that's yeah, lifetime or. I know. Same. Yeah. Also, uh, he basically bullied. Uh, know, Gary Busey into going skydiving with him. This is one of my favorite things. Good luck. Like you could like literally someone could have me in an airplane and they'd be like, you have to jump. I'd be like, no, I don't. Yeah, I know. I, I'm i not that susceptible to peer if pressure. You, if you literally push me out of a plane, I would, uh, I would have you arrested <laughs> for attempted murder, but I wouldn't like, I would never willingly, like I literally don't care. Oh, also... Apparently, Keanu happened because Bigelow demanded it. Amazing. She didn't want anybody else. That's amazing. And they were like trying to push like fucking Johnny Depp on her and stuff. Ew. Yeah. Sorry. Johnny Depp's another one I can't fucking stand. I mean, and this is one where like the casting really does a lot. Like, so I wouldn't much. give it, if it was, if it was and Swayze, Johnny Depp. Also, Matthew Broderick was ooh. one of the people. I'm like, can you imagine? Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze have undeniable chemistry. They really do, yeah. And it's just like, they work so well together. Well, and partially because you can see both of the those people in the character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think. It's, and yeah, it's also nice do. to see Swayze. At this time, too, he was just as much a commodity as yeah. Keanu, if not more. Yeah. And they, to be cast in the as the uh, antagonist. Yeah. Know, like. Yeah, and like... And and I gotta say, like as much as he's like a villain, yeah, it's also he's not as vilified as they like. They make yeah. you understand why Keanu is having such a hard time, and why he's like torn, friendship wise, you know. Yes. And and I think it wouldn't have been done that it wouldn't have been as successful with anyone else. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been the same movie if they'd cast anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't find it. I'll, I'll read this one because I lost my shit, as you recall. Where uh, Johnny is telling Papas that he tailed Bodie. So I started trailing him for the Zen Surfmaster. Bodie, yeah. yeah, I'm on him all day, right? He goes here, he goes there, he goes to Tower Records, buys some CDs, he has lunch at Patrick's Roadhouse. He goes into the Assured Trust Savings and Loan. Did he rob it? Cute. First of all, he went to Tower Records. Yeah, which we both were like, uh, no, what he did, did he not. Get? Yeah. I said that that first Enigma album. Yeah. Balls. And then he went to Patrick's Roadhouse. And I'm like, wait a minute. Patrick's Roadhouse, you you lost your shit. You also lost your shit at the end when Swayze was was riding the 50-year storm wave. Yeah. And he just like... Oh, yeah, because the... Yeah, him falling or whatever. Special effects was... You lost your fucking shit. Patrick's Roadhouse, often attributed to an in-joke aimed at Patrick Swayze, is a real place located at 106 Entrada Drive, Santa Monica, California. <laughs> Don't put that on Twitter, man. Blast. Elon old. <laughs> You're doxing someone. This is actually a relief to me. It was like the night surfing scenes were shot during the day. Yeah. 
And like they must have had to be. They had to, yeah, because <laughs> like, well, one, the lighting is so different. Yeah, and it has that very specific film look of mm-hmm. we shot something during the day, but yeah, but use low light <laughs> just, or whatever. Yeah, just close the aperture or whatever. <laughs> Also, I didn't know, I, I don't know if I knew this, but it's the thing I referenced in the lobby. The film inspired a piece of cult theater, Point Break Live, in which the role of Johnny Utah is played by an audience member chosen by popular acclamation after a brief audition. Amazing. Uh, in 2013, Gary Busey attended a performance and received rapturous applause from the audience. <laughs> When you join the cast on stage. Oh, Lori, shit. Lori Petty would also turn up to participate in a live action performance. That's that's kind of amazing. Uh, not shockingly, uh, uh, James Cameron. Hated um, it. Worked on the script. Yeah. And then, and he was like, what if we make this about natives <laughs> who are a dying and desperate and suicidal people who should have just. Oh, here we go. 20th Century Fox made plans for a sequel to be released uh, summer of 1993. Wow. The script had been written and was pre-production. Despite the film... Oh, I see. <laughs> Despite the film grossing 90 million worldwide, the studio oh. decided... Okay, so... <laughs> okay, it didn't get a 90 million. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. You what? I have a few scenes that I'd like to uh, call out. Call it. Call this sound. Shout out to these scenes in particular. <laughs> After uh, when is it? It's well, whenever they're playing football, which is that. <laughs> this is the same day that is the first day <laughs> yeah. he goes out with Lori mm-hmm. Petty. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be his surfing teacher mm-hmm. for one day? Uh, Bodie sees them on the beach, mm-hmm. and presumably he and Lori Petty. What's her character's name? Teresa. Tanya. <laughs> None of those. Are Terry's. Terith. Terry's. Tori. Drax them clowns. <laughs> Tyler. We were close. Also gay. Yeah, right? They were like, Tyler. And they're like, Tyler's a girl. And they're like, oh. Okay, so it's the same day. Now it's nighttime and they're playing football with Bodie's crew. Mm -hmm. Uh, And because of his prowess, presumably, uh, Bodie figures out Mm -hmm. that he's Johnny Utah, the 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 college football player. <laughs> um, you know, I'll put the clip in, but I think it's hilarious mm-hmm. that they get on him. First of all, it's a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Presumably, they've been drinking and they're just mm-hmm. fucking around or whatever. Yeah. Johnny tackles Bodie, and into you've been the drinking, surf. and your hands are so big. Anyway, yeah. He tackles him into the water, and mm-hmm. the other guys are like, whoa, 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 man, that's too far. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets their shit in a bunch mm-hmm. up into their panties. Mm-hmm. They shit into their panties and put it up in a bunch inside their buttholes. Shit, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
Don't you think that's a little out of line? Whoa, 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 cool it, Roach. Don't you know who this is? No, I don't know who this is. This is Johnny Utah. The Ohio State Buckeyes all-conference, remember? Number nine, man. How you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you. Jesus Christ. Johnny fucking Utah. Sorry, man. Didn't mean to get in your face. Man, I knew I knew you. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. What? I know. They're, he's like, I knew I recognized you. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's cool. I mean, it's fine, but... I don't understand why the rules changed for him because now that he's a famous former college athlete. Because he knows how to tackle and he's done it the right way. Oh, I see. So he knows how to tackle without... As a quarterback. Yeah. I know what that means. And I know what games... I know what sports is. Here, in my expertise, which I know so much about American uh, national football... League, uh-huh. ball. Uh-huh. Um, I know that a quarterback is not. Here's the hint that it's not a tackle. His position is not called a tackle. You can tackle if you're not called a tackle. You can. You can also quarterback if you're not a quarterback. Right. But uh, you quarterbacks sound... don't tackle people. Ever people tackle. People. <laughs> I mean, no, everybody protects the quarterback because he's got the I arm, see. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think you mean the ball? Ball arm. Blarm. It looks like an arm holding a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean apple. Adam's apple? <laughs> a- Adam's apple? <laughs> this makes a great listening. Um, okay, so that's one scene. Yes. Before you go on to the next one, I want to mention I, that... I have to remember what the other one is, so... At the beginning of the movie, when they're figuring out <laughs> that they're surfers <clears throat> with a tan on their butts, Pebnus says... That's right. We have one more month. We won't see him till next summer. So, in a, in a month... Duncan Idaho gets all, he infiltrates like. Dr. Yui. (laughs) He goes to the beach. Beach, beach. Mm -hmm. Meets Lori Petty, lies to her, tells her his parents are dead. Gets her to train him, starts getting trained by her. Infiltrates Bodhi's gang. The Yakuza. Comes up. With a, a the idea that well he doesn't know Bodie has a gang yet he's just been like rubbing dicks with Bodie so far and that's chill with him and he's good with it. Anthony Kiedis <laughs> is the main Nazi in his mind, so he's like, "Hey, bro," and he sets up a sting. They're not it. It's a DEA bust gone wrong. Whatever people <laughs> die. Women titties are all over the place. Everything oh, yeah. happens for a reason. And then... <laughs> and then God opens a window. <laughs> they shut a the door. They shoot off the through. door. They shoot off the door. Fucking Idaho throws the guy out the window. You know, everything God wants. Then he what finds God out wants? it's... Then he finds out it's fucking... Julie Michaels is the... Is the titties? The nude who does some bashing. Yeah, and stabbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
And then, uh, and then you know they do this bust. Then Utah goes and rubs more dicks against Bodies, and then fucking Lori Petty tries to shoot him in the head. No, wait, no. Then they're staking out a bank, and oh, yeah. a robbery happens. Then Lori Petty tries to shoot him in the head. Keanu Reeves is like, oh shit, it's fucking Patrick Swayze. This all happens around, like, all together, so I don't know how to parse it. And then Patrick Swayze says, come rub dicks in the sky with me. And so they go skydiving, and they rub dicks, and then he parachutes. And then they get on the ground, and he's like, I'm gonna kill Tori if you don't... If you don't help me rob a bank and he helps him rob a bank and then he goes after him and he shoots everybody and and Gary Busey dies and everybody gets shot and everybody dies except for Bodie and Idaho and Tori. Tyler. <laughs> and that's a month. It's a oh, month. I see. Yes. The whole movie happens in a month, except for the year later that happens a year later Correct. at the end when Bodhi dog humps a wave into death. <laughs> <laughs> That's me dog humping a wave of laughter. Oh, shit. You think I'm dead, but I sail away. No. <laughs> you got so upset. What is the second thing? I've totally forgotten. I'm so sorry. Um, well, first of all, as you point out, so one of the plot points is that he has to give up his football career because mm-hmm. he blew out his knee. Mm-hmm. He had to have surgeries. Yeah, he missed too much of the yeah. season because of surgeries. Uh, and then when he's chasing Reagan, who he doesn't know is Bodie. Mm-hmm. Um, he jumps a fence and then this is one of my favorite scenes. I never remember it's from this movie when he <laughs> fires his gun off yeah. into the air. Achah, 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 achah. Yeah. That's so. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Masturbatory. Yeah, for like sure. Blue balls like, oh, fuck. Oh, it was you I was jerking off to this whole time. Kadoosh, 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 she left kadoosh, before I get kadoosh. to leap. What the bleep do we splooge? Okay, anyway. What the bleep do we even splooge? As you pointed out, when the first time they go skydiving, uh, it cures his knee troubles. Yeah, At least right? it yeah. heals it quite a bit because he's, he's got a little bit of a limp. He's got a little bit of a limp, but he walked across the desert to yeah. get back. Right. Also, I would like to note that Lori Petty leaves his place uh, in nothing but an unbuttoned shirt. She runs out of his place. Oh, does she? And then, I mean, I think. And then when she's kidnapped, she's just in that she's slip. She's in a, a nighty with white underwear and perfectly pristine. Yeah. The whole time. I mean, kudos to Rosie. Rosie's like, look, I'll kill you. But that dress is spectacular, girl. Rosie played by my Turk boo. Ferguson. Lee Turgeson. Don't you dare. 
Leech Ferguson is my boo from okay. Oz. And I love him because he played Beecher to Chris Maloney's Keller. And watching those Why two people so make out was so hot. And I liked it. To me, in, in this, he just looks like a baby Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, he looks terrible. His hair's dyed black. He's a little blondie. He's a little oh. blonde baby. Right, exactly. And it's like almost like they tried to give him dreads, but like in the white people way where they just like, you know, because white people like don't say, have dreads. fingers. Yeah, they gave him like little, you know, half-ass Grinch fingers in his long hair. Come on. Don't do that. like a vague... Lee cowboy western yeah. vibe. It's so weird. Yeah. Costuming. He's like a half biker, half ro- yeah. Rasta wannabe. It's really uncomfortable. Well, and also he sticks out because every other dude, and this is a problem for me because I can't tell them apart. Every other dude on the crew is a white guy with like shoulder length blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Right. That talks like a surfer. And also of note, Rosie seemingly does not surf at all. Right. And is not involved in the actual robberies. Is that true? Because Maybe. he's not there. Yeah. When they rob, like there's no one missing when they rob the bank with, uh, Duncan Idaho. Well, because he's filling in. No, but I mean, none of the presidents, there's yeah, no I, missing I, president. Cause they are like, we I don't guess. have one. They're like, we don't have an extra mask. Well, yeah, but that's because they want him to be. Well, yeah, the, I know, I know, but I'm saying like, they're setting him up. There's only like four, I think, whatever. I kind of love because this, there's no reason for this to happen exactly. Yeah. No real big reason for mm-hmm. it that there's the cop, off-duty cop in that robbery who gets killed. Yeah. Because he tries to yeah. be a hero. I kind of like it. I love the part where the security guard's like, don't. Oh, just God, don't come on, don't. please. He's like, yeah. don't. He's like, yeah. He, it, I like the part because he's like, hey, look. And he just like shows them his gun. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, we're not doing this. Also, 100%, I'm with the security guard on this. Yes. Because one, the security guard also has a gun that yes. he's actively not using. Yes. Because he's like, because he got his training apparently where they say, just go along with it. If you get, there well, is not a is... single, there is not a single, I've worked at a bank for so, well, not have. I worked at a bank for like four and a half years. Never. You have to take bank safety training once a year. You have to pass bank safety training once a year in order to be employed at a bank. It doesn't matter what your job is. I wasn't even a teller. I wasn't even working in a branch and I had to take bank safety shit. I had to pass it every single year. Not once are you to ever, ever do anything other than cooperate. Never. You're not, you don't call, you don't do shit. The FDIC exists. Banks are insured for this shit. Money is fake. Also, I've never worked at a place that told me to do anything other than cooperate. Like, yeah, man. It's not worth it. Not a single place. It, also, it's not... <laughs> you right there? I was like, water. And I was like, I don't have it. Oh. It's okay. It's not the Old West. You know? Yeah, You're not right. robbing a fucking stagecoach. Yeah. A, a Wells Fargo fucking... Anyway, don't do it. Two things I would like to say. One, I liked the fact that they made, uh, I liked the fact that they were like, they never rob the vault. They only rob. Yeah, I see, liked that because that would make it a lot more dangerous and it would be a, a lot more dangerous for a, lo- a lot less of a reason. Because but then why keep, did they do it? At, why does he do it at the end? 
because I think it's supposed to imply that he didn't want to, he, he was like, he knew that they'd been caught. Like they know who they are. Like, like Utah knew who they were, right. could identify them. That means the FBI knew who they were. That means like the whole thing, like they knew that they were caught. So they were doing one last one. And I think it, the implication was that Bodie wanted them to go into the vault, take everything because he knew this was, this was their this last was chance. The last chance. Yeah. Um, I guess <clears throat> that was my, that's what I assumed. So, I also love the idea that oh, like, but I, I just wanted to say, Oh, sorry. Second of all, this, this specific thing is why tellers aren't allowed to have more than like $15,000 yeah. in their, right. uh, in their, um, Tilt. because yeah, drawer. Yeah. In their drawers. Thank you. Uh, because, and they'll get in trouble. Like if they, if yeah. they hold, they'll like, right. there's like a, like you get, um, on your screen. It's like, you need to like, it's like a warrant, like, Hey, you have more than you're supposed to have. Like you're, it's not a thing where it's like at the end of the day, you count it and you right. like literally the moment you go over that you're supposed to sell to the vault because you're not, you're not at any time supposed to have more. And I'm pretty sure it's like $15,000. If you have like $20,000 in your shit, they're like, you, nope, nope, nope. You got to sell right now. Like you'll get in trouble. Uh -huh. Um, and it's because of shit like this. So that if somebody walks in yeah. and they, and they sell, but this, the vault is under the same sort of like the vault sells to the fed every day. Oh, the fed okay. comes every day and we, and you sell to the fed every day because you also can't. And it's, it's for insurance purposes because right. like if you're just holding a bunch of money and you get robbed, that's on you, buddy. I mean, it's kind of shitty, but still, you know, like the bank yeah. would get in trouble for right, right, right. So that's like an interesting thing. Um, just to know. I like and I'm sure things have changed over, you know, right. Time, I don't, I don't necessarily know that this was in place in 1991. Right. You know, so. I, I was going to say is that like <clears throat> one of the things, part of Papa's theory is that he's like, you'll recognize these guys because they'll be operating as a unit or whatever. Like meaning when you yeah, encounter sure. them in the world yeah. surfing or whatever. Yeah. But there's no indication that they do any kind of planning. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. they definitely do not seem like, okay, it's the last hurrah or whatever. And he's like, let's do the vault. The fact that the guys go along with it is ridiculous to well, me. Well, the fact that they, they immediately, they're like, what? Why? Yes, that tracks. <laughs> but the fact that they're like, okay, sure. Yeah. Or, you know, they're not, there is pushback, but it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they do, they do it. Yeah. They, it doesn't seem like they practice or. Yeah. I mean, this is their 30th one. They've done this 30 times. Yeah. So that's impressive. Yeah. That's all. I, I, I'm, that's not an argument. I'm just like. No, no, no. Yeah. I, that's, that's, yeah, I guess that's the argument that the film makes, you know, that yeah. like, uh, well, they don't need to. Oh, well, I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> But, but they don't. They also don't seem tight like a unit. I'm no, just going to say that. At all. And I love that he figures it out when he sees them like surfing, and they're just all surfing? just. They're not they're, even surfing. They're, like, they're just all sitting next to each other, waiting for a wave. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm like, what? That's not." I, I like that it takes him that long. And too. he's just like, in a little pop, and a dick just flies right into his mouth. <laughs> what do you say? And a space ghost, uh, or not, a force ghost of uh, Busey. Gary Busey, who's not even dead yet. 
There are unit. It's all so teeth. many teeth. Uh, also, I love John C. McGinley oh, as the as the. There's so many. That's what it is. A lot of this is like so many tropes that yes. have been around since mm-hmm. the 70s. Love it. Yeah. Um, and it feels like they're aging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. by this time. Yeah. But like. Yeah. And that's why Top Gun feels the way it does too. You know, like it's got the same character, the the commanding officer, the chief, who's like, "God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> you keep breaking the rules. You keep breaking the rules, and I'm not going to stand for it. Here's a promotion. You're like, what? <laughs> what? But I get results, mother. <laughs> uh, mother. So I crashed some cars. Oh, so I. Which yeah. I know he's quoting something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Probably bullet or some shit. Uh, Mother, the chevrons are locking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would love to play that part. The fucking oh, yeah, annoyed sure. <laughs> chief or whatever. Unrelated, the but... Com- uh, Michael Chiklis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unrelated, but the I would love to play. I realized when I was watching a movie that was like, this was like 20 years ago or something. I was watching a romantic comedy and I think, I think it was, Oh God, I can't bell something, something bell, whatever her name is. She has like a deep voice and blue eyes. Anyway, actor Lake Lake bell. Thank you. Yes. Lake bell. Uh, she's playing like the like friend to the like the romantic lead and she's just really mean like you know the it's the thing where like the romantic leads their best friends are like you know uh don't like each other oh uh-huh. but like the guy's best friend doesn't realize that's what's supposed to happen <laughs> so she's just mean to him and he's like sort of like tries to be mean back to her and it never works and I was like, oh, I'm the mean best friend. That's who I am. And that's when I, that's when I like separated Only you don't myself. have a best friend? Well, no, no. What I'm saying is like, that's when I separate, you know, cause like when I was younger, I was like, I really wanted to get into acting. And I always went, I was like, I want to be a movie star. And that's kind of like the moment that I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to be a movie star. I want to be the person. That's right. That's the mean best friend. You had a new baconing. Yeah. Because Kevin Bacon realized he shouldn't be a leading man. At <laughs> yeah. Some point. Yeah. I was like. Uh, presumably oh. after Footloose. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I mean, like, obviously I did nothing to get into acting. I just mean like, that's when I realized that that wasn't actually what I was after. Like, that's not actually was my, that was not actually my dream. And that I related more to right. not usually the main characters, right. but the people in the sidelines. And yeah. that's, that's when my real awakening for appreciation for character actors started yeah, when I was like, totally. Oh shit, those are the people that I relate to. Those are the people that I like the most. And that's, you know, so like when you say like, that's who I want to play, like I know exactly what you mean. Like I don't, I never want to be, Oh yeah. Like I never, I, I mean, not that I think it's, it's realistic, but I mean like anytime I'm watching something, the person that I'm like, I could play that. It's always like the person at the, you know, the person behind the counter at the bar being like, what do you want? Yeah. And being like the shitty bartender that nobody yeah. likes. I'm like, oh. For me, it's the substitute teacher, the yeah. clueless, dorky yes. uh, principal. Yes. It's, um, yeah, now it's that guy. The 
if I did a cop role, it would be the guy who's constantly <laughs> losing his shit because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, would you recommend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This movie is just pure fun to me. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Uh, or not pure fun. I just, it's one of those. That 100% like, I don't, pure fun. For whatever reason, I'm able to not take it seriously. Yeah. And enjoy it. Yeah. Which is a problem I have sometimes, you know, yep. sometimes mm-hmm. like yeah. looking at Bernie's. Yeah. I, I had a bit of a struggle <laughs> with enjoying myself. You were like, this is so unrealistic. How can I? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. How can I enjoy myself? No one would ever be able to escape the smell of a rotting corpse. My favorite part of that movie was the guy, the 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 guy who was supposed to be the hitman. Yeah, for sure. I wish he had gotten more screen time, honestly. Yeah. That's why you gotta watch Necronomicon. I think that's the thing, like uh like if I'd found Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman Yeah. Their antics yeah. Like or their chemistry or their screen presence more entertaining. <laughs> like Yeah. They're fine, but yeah. like that wasn't more interesting than That's fair. Yeah. No, that's fair. So point break though, you like <laughs> uh, that's what I was clearly that's what I yeah, was saying. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, uh it's a problem. It's a fun ride. And I think watching Patrick Swayze walk <laughs> is always entertaining. And that's, you know, all right. He's one too that always had a weird, like I never knew how to feel about him because of how he got cast and the roles he was in. Like, I think it was missed. It's so weird that. Yeah. The roles that are. (laughs) For sure. Keep getting made for people. Like they're so boring and like, you don't get to see people act really. Yeah. Like, I really think like this and like Point Break and, um, Tu Wong Fu are, really roles that I, I kind of set him apart in my mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, he clearly got to stretch a little bit. Yeah. You know? he, well, not just because he got to stretch, but because of how he chose to stretch uh-huh. because like of how he chose to play those characters. Um, and yeah, like the fact that, you know, the fact that he, you know, was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do all the skydiving and I do all my stunts. And then he chooses to do something like Chi Wong Fu where he's wearing heels and make up the whole yeah. entire movie. And, and honestly, I think he, he treats that character. Put with a corn old... cob in his <laughs> pantyhose <laughs> well, so that Chris yeah, Pin but... could. <laughs> I think he treated that character though with delicacy, yeah, which for sure. is but... so interesting. Yeah. And I think, you know, I kept thinking of it last time while we were watching the reason yeah. why I bring it is because I kept thinking about like, there really is range in what he gives you on screen. And yeah. even in this movie, like, you know, he's able to make you give a shit about him being, you know, this goofy sort of full of himself delusional bank robber who also surfs, he gives it like, it's not until like you're thinking about it. You're like, wait, what the fuck? This guy's like a 50, a 50 year storm and I'm going to ride the wave and die in it. And you're like, you're like, okay. And like the movie's over and you're like, what the 
fuck? None of that made any sense. <laughs> but he plays it, and you're like, okay, I could see, I could see this. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I, <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know. So yeah, he did. Uh, I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of some of what I I said this when we were watching it, and like, there's this. I guess you call it a trope. I don't know. There's this character. There's this. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's a caricature, right, of uh, someone. It's always a white man, and yeah. it has to be because the idea is that <clears throat> even if it's not material, it's like some they're so bored with their privilege. Yeah. Um. Which, you know, is is a real thing. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing about privilege is that you don't have to think about. Certain things, right? Like, but you get this guy who uh, decides to push the envelope of, (laughs) yeah, what's acceptable or what is. I mean, this is the he's this character Bodhi is the the philosophical, yeah. More ethical side. Typically, what we see is people who are just narcissists mm-hmm. and uh, right. take, you know, when they push the boundaries, it ends up that they're just having sex with children. <laughs> That's how they push the boundaries. Right. And, and Shout see out if to they, Keith yeah. <laughs> and uh, getting people to believe it's okay. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, for pushing sure. Pushing the boundaries yeah. and seeing how many people they can get to say, like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. <laughs> I never thought about telling you that you uh, cause harm could cause you harm. Right. <laughs> or, you know, Marilyn Manson. He's like, yeah, for sure. Oh, it's so edgy to push things. Uh, Aleister Crowley. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he fucked any children. Um, Wait, you don't know if Aleister Crowley did? Okay, okay. Yeah. Correct. More sources are. Yeah, for uncertain. sure. Resputin. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Just start naming things. Pandora's box. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Patrick's Roadhouse. <laughs> Ruth's Chris's Patrick's. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead of, you know, another thing you could do that is probably, uh, uh, if you're looking for meaning and purpose and uh, mm-hmm. a way to feel alive, when you're alienated from um, having to do the mundane things of keeping yourself alive. Yeah. Like doing a job or, you know, like, you know, if you've been sheltered from the need to yeah get your basic needs met. Yeah. Yeah. You, another thing you do is try to help people yeah. for whom I'd be crazy yeah. that don't have that privilege. Yeah, and you may find some satisfaction that way. It may find that there are plenty of rules for you and envelopes for you to push there too. Yeah, like what? for instance, risking your privilege. Yeah, can you imagine? This is why season three of the center sucked. <laughs> Buddhism, uh, 
I got an empty my mouth.